Support for Milledgeville Matters comes from Georgia College, Georgia's public liberal arts university, providing the experience students would expect from a private college with the affordability of a public university. For more information, gcsu.edu. Thank you for tuning in to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. I am your host, Daniel McDonald. Today, we're talking about an event that seeks to bring people out to celebrate the art and artists of Central Georgia. On Saturday, April 30th, the Art in Sparta Festival returns to the CJE Event Center in Sparta. Joining me today to preview the festival is organizer Jeanette Waddell. Jeanette Waddell, welcome back to the WRGC <laughs> Studios. Well, thank you. I feel like it's been a really a long time, and uh, it feels good to sit in this chair again. I think this is probably my fifth time here to talk about the Art and Sparta Festival. And thinking about small business, if you make it one year, you know, that's a element of success. So the Art and Sparta Festival, we finished our first year, and in small business, when you make the fifth year, that's also another uh, big time of success, saying that uh, you've been able to sustain yourself for another four years. So here we are in our fifth year, and it just really feels good to be here and to talk about the festival. Well, thank you for sharing the celebration uh, with our radio audience. Mm -hmm. It has been a hard time getting to this year. For 2020, uh, we waited and we waited and we waited, and um, at the very last moment, we canceled the festival, and that was really heartbreaking because we felt that we had gained momentum and that we would be losing it. For 2021, we planned our festival, and we held it in June, and the day we chose, it rained. Mm. Not, not torrential rains. It sprinkled off and on all day long. But what was really gratifying and satisfying about the day is that all except one of our vendors stayed and that one vendor didn't have a tent. And so we're rectifying that situation this year. We will have some additional tents on hand. But we were so appreciative that all of our vendors stayed all during the day our community and even people from as far away as Atlanta kept coming. It just felt wonderful to have that kind of support, both from our local community and the greater Georgia community. Well, I always say when we talk, the Sparta is a beautiful place to go and visit. And so I'm glad that uh, what I, I commonly hear is that's the most dangerous kind of rain when you're hosting an <laughs> event is the little sprinkle. Yeah. Because uh, even if it downpours, your audience is, is pretty locked in. Right. Uh, but it's those sprinkles where it could go either way is when they, when they kind of fall out. But so I'm glad that... Um, from what I understand, the Art and Sparta Festival mission of uh, bringing people to Sparta and helping them to uh, celebrate this community as a community of the arts uh, held through uh, despite <laughs> a, a minor inconvenience. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and for this year on uh, Saturday, April 30th, I'm going to hope that we can <laughs> rechristen y'all's investment in tents as a, an investment in sunshades. Yes, yes. Well, we intentionally chose the last of April because that's generally really beautiful weather. And 
It is warm enough to be outside without a coat or even a jacket, but it's also cool enough that you're not running for the air conditioning inside the event center. (laughs) So uh, other than this past year, we've had really beautiful weather. And again, we were we're just so appreciative of people that continued to come, the people that stayed, and especially for our vendors that were there. So we are starting this festival on a, a success, our, our 2021 success. Our theme for this year is Art of the Heart. And that theme reaches us in, in two very distinct ways. One, all art comes from the heart. It's the way that people express themselves, uh, whether it's in music, dance, the visual arts, whether we're talking about graphics on T-shirts, wind chimes. I mean, all of the ways that we express ourselves, that is our inner thoughts, our inner feelings becoming visible to the world that we inhabit. And this year during the festival, that takes on a whole new meaning, art of the heart. Uh, Hancock County was particularly hard hit by the COVID pandemic. One percent of our population have died over the last two years for COVID. And we felt it's important to mark this time in some way, to find a way to celebrate the lives that we lost. When we think about uh, 1% of our population, many of those people were our elders. They were the people who hold our story. They were our school teachers, our pastors, our parents, our aunts, our uncles. And being a community of less than 8,500 people with one high school and uh, one private school, we're so much more connected than people would be in a much, much larger community. While I might not know the person that passed, I more than likely am going to know their children or their grandchildren. I'm going to know some of their siblings. And so these are all people that we know collectively And we've not had an opportunity to express our love for each other in a collective way. And so giving it much thought and talking with other community members and with artists, we came up with the idea of wind chimes because there's something something whimsical about them, something that's also reflective. And the CJE setting is where... Our community comes to celebrate the most important events of life. People get married there, their wedding showers, their birthday parties, their graduation parties. And when my sister passed, we had our family repass at CJ&E. And so we felt it appropriate to have these wind chimes with the names of the loved ones that have been lost to COVID on them. They're displayed on the trees. They'll be there permanently. And I'm so thankful to our artist community. I'm really good at asking people to do things. (laughs) And uh, so I began asking all of the artists I know if they would, out of their heart, create a wind chime that expresses the love that they feel for the Hancock County community. Now, not all of our artists are from Hancock County, but they're all in some way associated with the county. Either they have relatives there 
or they worked with us in improving our county. So there are a lot of things going on downtown that reflect Hancock County becoming an art destination. We have a butterfly mural on the side of a building, and uh, the mural is large enough that if you stand in the middle, you look like you've got wings and antlers. And antlers. (laughs) Antennas, sorry. (laughs) I'm thinking of the deer. Uh, But yeah, look like you you have wings, and uh, you know that's a a, a great thing to do, to take your picture there. And right beside the um, butterfly is a beehive. And it is be good, be kind, um, written there. But these are all things that have been done by the community. And so the wind chimes are also another reflection of Hancock County as we display our love for our people, our love for the community, and bring a sense of hopefulness and joy. And I think the sound of those chimes in the wind is a very joyful sound. It is, and it it can also be a, a somewhat of a haunting sound as well. Uh, how did y'all come together <laughs> and um, decide to use this platform <laughs> as this outpouring of emotion for something that we've all been going through? Because yeah. there has not been a, a very widespread effort to actually commemorate this turmoil that we've all been going through and to um, reflect on the lives lost uh, throughout these last two years. So how did y'all come together and make that decision? Well, you know, it really has been a community effort and uh, it has been an evolution. I have a cousin that uh, passed not from COVID. His name was John Simmons and uh, he was a DJ and he DJed at one of our local nightclubs, the Flamingo. Mm. <laughs> and the owner of the Flamingo wanted to have a tribute to him because he was so important there. And so she had someone come and do a mural. And people simply came out and signed their names on the mural with the their impressions or their thoughts about, about him. So my brother and I went out. And when I saw that, I thought, this would be good. We could do something like this. So that was how we started. And then as we began to really formulate plans of what it might look like, I'm going to give credit to uh, a Georgia College professor, uh, Valerie Aranda. She and I were talking, and uh, Valerie said, I only do flat art. (laughs) 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 I only do flat things. (laughs) And uh, so we just began to toss ideas back and forth. And somehow in that conversation, wind chimes. And we both agreed that that's, yes, that's unexpected. But it's also joyful. And we wanted this commemoration to bring the joy of those lives. Yes, of course, it doesn't take away the sadness and the grief. But we'd like to believe that as we live with this, the grief will lessen and the memories of that person, of those people and the joy they brought to our lives, what we learned from them, how they were helpful to us, that that then will become what's lasting. And we wanted something that was a reflection of that. So once we got the idea of the wind chimes, then the next thing was, well, how are we going to get wind chimes? <laughs> and so 
being an art festival. That means that we've been in touch with many artists in our local area. And so I started to call around to our different artists and ask if they would be willing to contribute one, two, or more wind chimes to our effort. So I have the very first one. I have uh, six wind chimes that was made by Candy Fortney and the Oasis Farm family, and uh, also Martha Harris. Martha made these huge dragonflies. <laughs> and the idea is that uh, the names will be written in terms of the dragonflies will be written on the wings. And uh, the ones that Candy made, they're stars and they're moons. And so the names can be written on that portion of the wind chime. Well, I think I saw some of the literature that y'all have put out. You're also asking uh, the the wider audience for the festival themselves to contribute, uh, if they can, wind chimes. And, and they can be, uh, well, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say this. You should say this. Is that true? You can bring a wind chime. Uh, Yes, we welcome all of the wind chimes. The setting of CJE really is like a park. It's a beautiful wooded setting with oak trees. And the idea is that these wind chimes would be displayed there on the limbs of the oak trees. There are also benches and it, it looks like a park. So the idea is that There are times when you're remembering that person that means so much to you. And you can go there, sit, listen to the wind chimes. Find the one with the the person that, that you miss, the person that you love. Find that name and sit and remember them. And walk away feeling a sense of connection renewing the connection to that person that's no longer with you and at peace that the world still is a good place. And life may never be what it was, but the future is a good future. And we want to communicate hopefulness for our community. And uh, we believe that the wind chimes will do that. Well, and I want to talk more about the broad reach of the festival, <laughs> but why do you think creative expressions like this help us to process these feelings of the just tremendousness of our lives and of this world that we live in? Why is art such a good means of helping us along this road? Yeah, I think more than anything, it is because there are some things that can't really be expressed through our simple words. And since we all have that ability to create, whether it is something as simple as coloring in an adult coloring book, we all, all have that ability to create. And since we each create differently, I can find in someone else's creation something that helps me understand my own life better. And other people will look at the things that I've created and find an understanding of their own life and the things that have happened to them perhaps better than they can express it themselves. So I think art is both an individual and a collective expression. And when we all come together in an art festival, it's amazing at the level of of creativity 
that uh, that you can see. And one of the things we also hope to do is we hope to allow other people to see the creativity in themselves. Maybe at this point they don't recognize that there's any creativity in themselves. But as they see the magnitude of creative expression, I think a light turns on that says, you know what, I can do this, or I like doing this, or I want to try that. And, you know, we don't want to limit art just to the visual arts, uh, just to the vocal arts. We want art to be as expansive as our audience is. And so we are open to all ways, all of the ways that people express themselves creatively. On this edition of Milledgeville Matters, we travel across the River Bridge to talk about a celebration of the art and artists in Sparta, Georgia. On Saturday, April 30th, the Art in Sparta Festival returns to the CJE Event Center in Sparta. You can learn more about the Art in Sparta Festival at the CJE Foundation website, cjefoundation.org. On this edition of Milledgeville Matters, we are talking with festival organizer Jeanette Waddell about the Art in Sparta Festival. about earlier in the conversation this is not y'all's first year you're celebrating this anniversary uh, yeah. of five years five years uh, it sounds like you have some regulars who uh, come out to each one and it yeah. sounds like you're also always on the lookout to welcome new people to the fold uh, tell us about some of the art that uh, at the time of our interview which is still a couple of weeks out right uh, uh, that people can expect when they come to the art and sparta festival on saturday april 30th Right now, we have quite a bit of the visual arts at our last art festival. One of the people that I was most impressed by was a blacksmith. I'm an avid reader, and so bookmarks you know, are a particular favorite of mine. And he had metal bookmarks, uh, which were you know, very, very nice. Uh, but we have uh, skin care with people who make their own soaps. And when I think about that, you know, when my mom was making lye soap, we really didn't think of that as an art form. <laughs> um, but now uh, people do really amazing things, making soap, just in terms of being able to uh, make soap out of natural ingredients without any uh, uh, things grown with pesticides, with herbs, all kinds of things, you know, skin care. All the fragrances. All the fragrances. The, the pretty and, and, colors many times, yes. too. And while you don't necessarily think of that as art, you know, when I hold a piece of soap and it's black and orange and yellow and the colors are all swirled together, I mean, not only is it something that's functional, it's also really beautiful, you know, almost to the point where, you know, maybe I don't want to actually use it. I just want to <laughs> hold on to it. We've got a few of those bars of soap around my house. <laughs> so, um, 
But, you know, those are just a few of the kinds of things. One of our success stories is her name is Velma Hunt. And Velma came, I think, probably more as a, a spectator during our first one. But she was really inspired. And so she has just really grown in terms of what she produces as art. She makes these really uh, wonderful pieces using all non-traditional materials, things like uh, glitter and nail polish and crystals and things like that. But she uses these really encouraging sayings and things like that on them. And she uses crosses and all kinds of things. And she's really been able to give those to people during this pandemic as a way of, of just encouraging them and letting them know that they're not alone in their grief. So I'm expecting her to be there with some you know, new creations. Uh, she also does uh, body scrubs and things like that. Uh, but that's one of our success stories is not only do we want people who see themselves as artists to come, but we want to focus on what we call emerging artists. You know, those people who are perhaps creating at home and they have everything stashed in the closet and don't quite feel that uh, anyone would be willing to buy those out items. You know, we want, we want that person to come out. And maybe the first time you come, maybe you just come to show us what you can do. Not so much necessarily yet you feel like you're ready to sell, but just come and let us see what you do. And you get an opportunity to talk with other artists and see how they're doing and how they sell their products. And we hope that perhaps by that next festival, you are encouraged enough that you're willing to have your items on display. You know, not only do we want, again, the people who see themselves as artists, but if we're going to continue this festival, we must create and grow our artists. And we especially want to encourage our young artists, our students, to come out and bring their work. And why has that been such an important thread that has run through the Art and Sparta Festival uh, since the beginning, really, if, if my memory serves me correctly? Now, since the beginning, again, we want Hancock County to be an art destination, and we want it to be a perpetual destination. And that means that we need a growing and emerging group of new artists. You know, art is not static. I think of anything, art is explosive. It's expansive. It moves in new directions that none of us can predict and so often that comes not through older established artists. It comes from new people who see things in new ways. Uh, they have new tools. They have smartphones. They're able to do things that artists 50 years ago could not even conceive of doing. So as new technologies emerge, that gives uh, artists an opportunity to express themselves in, in many different ways. And so we want to be on the cutting edge of that. And now, of course, uh, as I just identified, that has been uh, one of the reasons why y'all first launched into this. But what have you learned in <laughs> you know, putting this festival together uh, year after year, uh, rolling with uh, uh, some of the things that life has, has lent us, and, and again, coming back with this uh, celebratory fifth year mm. of the Art and Sparta Festival? Well, you know, I really began with something very simple. Hancock County is a beautiful place. We have expressive, wonderful people who have sustained 
the community and they've sustained themselves over centuries. And just beginning with that idea, we want to share that with the rest of the world because I believe we have a story to tell. And what better way to tell that story than the art and the artist that we are creating? So what have I learned? Uh, It's hard work and it's never ending work. We are our best marketing tools. Each time I meet someone and they find out I'm from Hancock County and I can talk with them about the physical beauty of our county, but I can also talk to them about the creative beauty of our county. And again, that's not always expressed in ways that people think traditionally of art. I think about the stained glass windows that are in most of the African-American churches in Hancock County. And I think about how expensive those windows are and how long and how hard people worked and saved for those windows because they valued beauty, they valued art. And for generations to come, those windows tell a part of our story. While we can't take the windows out of the churches and bring them to the art festival, we can bring the spirit which created those windows to the art festival, and we can share that with the world. Art is for everyone. Economics is not a limitation. On this edition of Milledgeville Matters, we travel across the River Bridge to talk about a celebration of the art and artists in Sparta, Georgia. On Saturday, April 30th, the Art in Sparta Festival returns to the CJE Event Center in Sparta. You're going to learn more about the Art in Sparta Festival at the CJE Foundation website, cjefoundation.org. On this edition of Milledgeville Matters, we are talking with festival organizer Jeanette Waddell about the Art in Sparta Festival. I guess it's it may be a redundant question. Um, it may just be a rephrasing of questions okay. I've asked you uh, uh, thus far, just in our conversation today. But what is the story uh, you are seeking to tell <laughs> through the Art and Sparta mm. Festival? Oh, um, it's a story of resilience. 
being from Hancock County and hearing about Hancock County are two very different things. What people hear about Hancock County is that it is a depressed and depressing place. What I know about Hancock County is that it is a beautiful, loving, kind, resilient place. And the people of Hancock County find a way to express beauty. And economics is not a determination of what's beautiful or what's valuable or what's artistic. You know, I can remember growing up and we had this lady in our community and the way she swept her yard was beautiful. I mean, she was known in the community for having the most beautifully swept yard. And that was something we talked about. We complimented on her and, and she took great pride in it. Now, traditionally, we wouldn't really think about that as anything artistic, but when you think about what went into creating the patterns in her yard, the way she tied the broom together, the angle at which she held it, how deep the marks were, they were not all the same, not very different than what goes into creating a painting. Her medium was just a bit different. She used sand and a brush broom. And so that's the story that I want to tell. And it is a story that continually grows and it continually evolves. Uh, Art of the heart. And while this is the theme for this particular year, I think that's appropriate for all of our art festivals because art does come from the heart. Uh, One of our presenters and I don't really like to call her, her name is uh, Valerie Simmons, and uh, she was at the very first one, a young girl who has a, such a, a voice for delivering poetry, and uh, she does it with such poise and confidence. Valerie is five years older, and uh, so she will be uh, there at the art festival again, but this gives her an opportunity. And the other years, I asked Valerie if she would be there. This year, Valerie asked us if she could be there. And that, to me, is success. Uh, you've called several names throughout. <laughs> I, I do want to give you an opportunity to to just uh, share the praise for some of those who have made this possible. Uh, are there any um, of your fellow organizers, any of your artists, or any sponsors who you'd just like to recognize uh, for helping this, uh, uh, again, uh, fifth Art in Sparta Festival uh, come about and, and, and celebrate the success that you all have had? The festival would not be possible at all uh, without uh, Connie and Josie Williams. They're the founders of CJE Foundation, and uh, it's a foundation really dedicated to the uplift of the people in Hancock County. Uh, They do several other festivals. There's a Freedom Fest and a holiday festival in addition to the Art in Sparta. Uh, They're originally from Hancock County, have retired now, and I'm really encouraging them to devote even more time 
to Hancock County. And uh, they are just wonderful supporters. It would not be possible without them. Uh, but we also uh, received a grant from the Georgia Council for the Arts. Uh, and again, we certainly appreciate their sponsorship and their support. Georgia College has been a, a great supporter, uh, particularly Valerie Aranda and her art class. We held some fundraisers. We had four workshops. Three of them were fundraisers, and uh, Valerie and her students came, and they did our Paint with a Purpose workshops, three of those. And so we certainly appreciate uh, all of the efforts that, uh, that they have put into it. And there's a long list of sponsors. One of the things that we are really most proud of is the financial support that we get from our local government officials, but also from our local businesses. Uh, We want to thank the Bank of uh, Hancock County. We want to thank MAP Landscaping, uh, Sherry's Hair Salon, the Development Authority of Hancock County and Sparta. Hancock County Health Improvement, Uh, they are working on helping Hancock County become one of the healthiest spaces in Georgia. Uh, Washington EMC, On The Way Motors. Well, as we close our conversation today, I just want to give you an opportunity to make that uh, final call to action to uh, invite people out to the Art and Sparta Festival, again, that's taking place on uh, Saturday, April 30th at the CJE uh, Events Center. Well, we're looking forward to an absolutely beautiful day. April 30th is going to be a day when everyone who lives in Georgia thinks to themselves, this is why I live in Georgia, because the weather is so beautiful. So on that beautiful Saturday, we want you to come out and spend the day with us at the Art and Sparta Festival. We have our opening ceremony at uh, 11 a.m. and come out and hear uh, young Miss Valerie Simmons with her poetry. And uh, we want you to come and enjoy all the art, uh, the food. We have a live band. We're going to have John Dunn, the Jasmine band they're playing. Uh, We're also going to have a DJ when there isn't the live music. Come and dance, come and eat. Buy a present for your mom or your dad because Mother's Day and Father's Day is just around the corner. So buy that unique gift that you're not able to uh, to buy uh, any other way. And for artists who have not signed up, there's still room for more artists. Please go to cjefoundation.org and register for the festival. We We invite you out to... Really understand what it means when we say art from the heart. So I look forward to seeing uh, all of you. I will be there running around, (laughs) coordinating, organizing, putting out fires. But there's always time for a hello. So please come and join us. Excellent. Jeanette Waddell organizer of the Art in Sparta Festival. I want to thank you for joining me today to invite our audience to the Art in Sparta Festival, which again will take place at Saturday, April 30th at the CJE Event Center. All right. You've been listening to a conversation with Jeanette Waddell, organizer of the Art in Sparta Festival. 
On Saturday, April 30th, the Art and Sparta Festival returns to the CJE Event Center in Sparta. You can learn more about the Art and Sparta Festival at the CJE Foundation website, cjefoundation.org. On behalf of WRGC 88.3 FM, I've been your host, Daniel McDonald. I want to thank you for spending a portion of your evening with me here on Villageville Matters. I hope you enjoyed our time together, and I want you to know that I look forward to convening with you again next time.